to the Good Doctor After Show for Season 4, Episode 8 and 9. So, this episode we're starting off with Sean meeting the parents. I like how Leo is this entire situation then John I was like Jen and like well you kind of told me earlier that this is how they normally act so and then and then how he explained to be like chaos is fine as long as it's an expected chaos thank you well chaos implies that there's a consequence be like we're grown adults it really doesn't matter what our parents think of our relationship like she was upset that the fact that Glassy doesn't like me and then Sean was in denial about the fact that he does like you and be like, no, he doesn't. And I was like, look at him. Because, like, we all know that Glassy don't like Leah. <laughs> but we all know that Leah is good for Sean. Very good for Sean. Okay, so... We have to ask Sean what's up now. Shawnee. So, being a predicted surprise, Sean was fine. Leo was freaking out, texting Sean all the topics that he is not allowed to talk about with her parents. And then, Sean, of course, being as smart as he is, that wasn't the problem, but it limited his conversation, which limited their conversation. Um, which is weirdly specific because they kind of like Sean, but the fact that they don't expect their daughter to actually be good enough for Sean because she's been kind of a willy-nilly, kind of wishy-washy person. And you are a very serious person and a very good person, and I don't think Leo could live up to your standards. Was what I got from it. I mean, it could be a little the fact that we don't think our girl is responsible enough to be in this kind of relationship as well. But that's just how it played out. Because the Leah that they know and the Leah that Sean know are very two different people. I'm pretty sure how your parents look at you and how your wife and spouse look at you are very, very different. I'm pretty sure you're a different person compared to how you were growing up. Your parents slowly saw you change and at a certain point they just expect you to do certain things. And when you didn't do certain things, they still expect you to do it. So you're still the same person in their eyes, although you're not the same person in everyone else's eyes. Because why? You changed. You evolved. <laughs> Alright, so. These parents. So these parents situation, it was Okay. The dinner went okay, we didn't have a lot of conversation. It took them saying, no, let the boy say what he wants. And uh, Sean talked as much as he wanted to, but kind of liked Sean even more. So let's surprise, surprise. All the other boyfriends weren't good enough for you, but now this time around, you're not good enough for this boyfriend because we don't think you're mature enough to be in this kind of relationship. So I was like, okay then. And they switch it around on you. I mean, they even try to talk to you in private saying that we don't think this will work out. I mean, and Sean put them in their place when he going at the end of the episode to talk to them about what's going on. He, like, he went to their hotel right before they was leaving. And he gone and faced them. He's like, I know the problems I have. I know I'm autistic and I know we'll have problems. But the Leah that you know and Leah that I know are very different people. And Leah's a better person now. She does good things for me and I do good things for her. I keep her calm and steady. She keeps me open. And 
ready to try new things. We're good for each other. We love each other and we will be in this relationship despite whatever you have to say. I was like, yes, that is my Shawnee. That's my Shawnee. Yes. <sighs> okay, that helps. Hmm. All right, looking at my notes right now. Hmm. Oh, I mean, Sean did get advice from the Yang, Morgan, and the rest of them that didn't go as well as he thought it was going to. And he just listened to Leah. He like, like, see, I know what the questions you have about our relationship and eventually get spread out into your world. I'm okay with that, or rather, I can deal with that. But I need you to listen to me as the final say so. Let's see what else. Oh, Leah's parents really like Sean. They're like, maybe you'll do good for our daughter. And at the end, they finally had a meal together where everyone was happy or somewhat happy. And I like how when they finally came back at the door, Sean was like, open the door, close the door back. Your parents are at the door. I was like, look at it. You just closed the door, Davis. I was like, okay. I was like, yes, Shadi, yes. Oh, Shadi's so great. Like, that's her best way to deal with in-laws. I mean, like, I just can Let's see what else. Mm-hmm. So the parents apologize, and even Glassy gives some advice to Leah about the fact that I don't like how you are. I don't like, I don't like you because I don't like what you do to Sean sometimes. He gets into these dead, depressed attitudes whenever something's wrong or something's wrong with your relationship or you're mad at him and I just don't like where it takes him. But I can understand that you are good for Sean and he is a grown adult and he can make his own decisions on certain things. And you just happen to be one of those decisions. But I may not like you, but I respect you, I guess. I mean, Glassy and Leah kind of came out with some sort of understanding at the end of that conversation. I don't really understand what was going on. I mean, maybe y'all could tell me, like, what was going on in that conversation between Glassy and uh, and Leah. I mean, they sat down and it's like, all right, don't. It's like, yeah, I don't like you. And I don't like what you was do to Sean. Be like, I mean, I kind of on inside with that nonsense. Be like, you do a lot. Be like, if anything happens to Sean, I'll just break down or he's going an extra mile. My boy gone searching true. I don't know what you call it. Rubble, just to make sure you was a dad. So, yeah. Let's see. Okay, so while this is all going on, we have Lim. Our girl is not doing well. Her PTSD from the corona times and all the dead patients are catching up to her. Claire is trying to help her, but she's pushing Claire away. She's trying to do this all on her own, but she's having mass side effects. You know, dizzy vision, ritzy vision, I don't know, imbalance, being dead, tired, irritable. I don't know, maybe one of these times she'll make the wrong call on a patient. It hasn't happened yet, but it could be lead down that road. And I understand why she doesn't want to let anyone know, but unfortunately, um, Claire has to make the very conscious decision to get her friend help and to get her boss help. Because, like, if you do something bad on a job, that'll be bad for your career. And I'm your friend, I don't want nothing to happen to you. And I'm your friend, and I'm worried about you as a person. So, gosh, so she goes to the higher-ups, which is glassy. 
at the end of the episode, trying to, you know, because she tried to do it all on her own and didn't work, and Lynn was just getting worse, or rather, she was just ignoring the problem and pretending it wasn't there. I mean, the patients we had were this girl who had a dad who were basically, they were basically friends. Because after the mom died, they kind of adopted a group hobby, and one was the coach and one was the athlete. Now that for the situation, and they were both being kind of well, the girl was kind of being a spoiled brat about it, and Lynn kind of was a little extra to kind of force her into her place. Be like, your dad had to make a life or this a life or death decision on the rest of your life. Now that your dad is in dire straits, now you have to make it. Can you make that decision? And then my girl kind of shrunk into a childlike thing because she wanted to get emancipated a while back. Because um, he didn't want her to get the surgery because you may not be able to do gymnastics anymore, but at least you'll have a functioning work of life to do anything else. And he's like, okay then, so that's what you can do. And that was, that was how my girl was going to play that. She was like, no. So she tried to get emancipated. And then Lynn kind of put it in a place, which was a very harsh matter to do for a kid. But it certainly got the point across. Be like, you can't make this life or death decision like he made for you. I'll make it. We'll take on the responsibility. It's not your problem anymore. Now you see what being emancipated is all going to be about. You're going to have to be making these decisions all for yourself without anyone's help. And it kind of brought the father and daughter back together. What else? And then we have Andrew tries to help his niece. And the niece kind of put him in his place about him saying, From you were five, I always knew you were going to be an amazing doctor. But. And then she was saying that, I don't even remember making that when I was five. And then she talked about the same thing that Leah's parents are talking about to Sean. Be like, I've grown over the years. I'm not the same person I was at that age. I don't even remember how I did that or why I did that. Be like, you may have some of my potential, but that isn't who I am now and who I was to become. I can't be another version of you. I'm not like you. I have to do this my way. So she stuck to her decision and was loud about it or loud enough that she was heard. She wasn't fancy, she wasn't fancy, fancy, but it was right, and it was right on the money. The girl saved her patience. She's like, see, I can do it my own way, and still get the praise and glory that I need, and be a good doctor. I was like, yes. Morgan even gives Denise advice, be like, you can either be like my other girl over here, who's big and loud, and very in your face, for better or worse, with her right or wrong ideas, or you can be silent and smart, or you can just be silent. But you need to make yourself heard if you're right. And for the patient's best interest. And your future career. Be like, small voices don't really last long in this industry. Lim had a bit of a meltdown. Let's see. So we're supposed to do with that now. Hmm. So Sean uses no no. Lim is mirroring. Oh. She has a bad fight with Claire. And she kinda throws her stuff into a, like a little drain kind of situation, waterfall. Kinda freaks out at a bar. And we know it ain't going well. So we go over to the next episode. 
So, Sean is crushing on it looked like his kind of girl version of himself without autism. Because that or my boy kind of imagine all these things. Because I was kind of confusing the dream with thing else. Because I was like, see? Leah is very cute and she could be sexy, but my girl who you crushing on is just super cute. Like, even when I saw in Grey's Anatomy and all the other shows I see on, she was always just super cute to me. I was like, my girl is so cute. I just love it. She could play bad cute as well, but she, she could play bad, she could play good, but she, like, I can understand why you crushing on her. My girl is very cute. I can't deny that. I cannot. I mean, my boy even had one weird weather dream. Weather dream, I just, I just couldn't do it. I was talking to Sakuya, I was like, I was like, shorty. And I like how Leah, and I like how him and Leah kind of discuss the situation. I mean, he discussed it with his people first. Be like, should I tell Leah about this? Be like, no, 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 I shouldn't. No, we shouldn't tell people about this. Be like, although loving someone should make us turn off to everybody else around us, that is not the case. And wouldn't it be easier if it were? kind of like a test of the situation will your love for this so-called person outweigh any attraction that passes you by and quote on and we put extra underline and red under passing you by so he was kind of taking that when he was with Carly the feelings he was having for Liam and he had to be for Leah now he has now he's with Leah doesn't mean he has to be with this new intern right now he's like on your residence like no no Shawnee so clearly my girl can be, I'm wondering if she's just like a one-off, or she can come back, or she can be like in this season from now on. Because my girl very good at doctor shows, like not that much. Who else? Hmm. Um, I saw on a couple things. Who else? So, Wealthy is checking in on Lynn. Lynn realizes that Claire told on her and kind of confronts her about it. When Claire is confront, um, asking her an honest question about, did she profile her patient? And her patient actually made her realize that she's been making white people comfortable, which is an unfortunate setting of certain black people when they go into certain areas of study. Because it's predominantly white, you gotta make them comfortable. So you can get into the club, join and be like, no, you shouldn't have to do that. You should be able to be yourself, be smart ass, and that's it. They shouldn't need nothing extra from you. You shouldn't need to make anybody comfortable. You need to be the one comfortable. You can be able to enjoy your job if you're always making other people comfortable, especially making white people comfortable. Like this, this is not the age for it. This is not the age for it. And we have Leah finally, the um, Sean finally expressing to Leah his crush. Cause we like, they said I shouldn't tell you. And then Leah like, but you're gonna tell me anyway. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you anyway. So tell them about the crush, and then she confesses that she has a crush too. And they kind of see each other's crushes. One being super cute, and next one being super buff. And then be like. And then they got uncomfortable with each other's crushing and they gotta go each other separate ways. <laughs> and then my Leah gone on a little hunt to investigate my girl to find turn-offs. And then he's like, okay. And then go on to Sean and tell her about all the things that's supposed to turn them off. Say, tuck the hair behind the ass. That does not help the situation. That does not help. And then 
let me say, she crosses her salads. She touches everything with the same, I don't know, utensil or fork. Be like, okay. So it's much easier to focus on her very bad salad habits. Okay. So that's how Sean got turned off from his crush. I was like, yes. Now I just gotta find and then Sean say he got one for her crush too. I just kinda interested in that for the story because I kinda had that. I was like, that was so funny. Leah go out and adopt my girl. She's like, she smells like cinnamon. Be like, that does not help your situation at all either. <laughs> I was dying when she was listening to all these things. That I was that I actually making Sean attracted to her boy. I was like, okay then. I thought she was gonna um adopt the things that she find out that John likes about her. But no, I was like, she needs to find it and turn off. So I was like, okay, that was, that's good. That's good. And then, you know, Clay and Lim finally had one little fight about the fact that, okay, am I supposed to be myself and be proud enough to go and get um, the treatment that I need without being labeled as a crazy woman of color who just doesn't, who's always off from the get-go? Do I not deserve this position? Like... I have a man behind me and a man in front of me and I'm a woman of color so I can't be making mistakes and you just want to expose me like that and then she's like no okay you don't have to expose yourself you could do it in secret okay Claire which one is it am I supposed to be shameful am I supposed to do it in secret I'm not supposed to do it at all am I supposed to be perfect all the time what the hell is the answer and then kind of Claire kind of dumbfounded by this whole situation because when she finally went back and talked to a patient be like kind of realized that you know she had her own biases it was not by choice it was kind of by design and adaptation to the situation that she decided that she was gonna go into it was unfortunate but she did that supposedly to survive was it necessary we'll never know but as of right now it got her through is it right no it is not she shouldn't have to have done that and limbs kind of up in there as well she looked like he, she finally kind of came to terms Oh, through a patient, of course, about how she needs to get the stuff done. Uh, she got it. He got it. She, uh, Lim got her advice from the patient who went through a lot. He's transgender, and he's, and then they're having a baby, and trying to figure out if you want to end the pregnancy or not. All the difficulties he went through, all the depression, all the pills, all the surgeries, all the looks, all the indignation and shame. But now he wants to go through it all for another dream that he had that he kind of gave up on, which was being parents. Be like, you can't be scared of what's possible. You may have done everything to get to this point, but if you lose everything from this point on all your process so far is going to be for moot anyway so either which way you might as well just go for the risky option that will get you the better conclusion than trying to be safe and still going down the wrong path anyway I like how Sean tried to ask questions but it was inappropriate questions and he had to be stopped I do appreciate how the patient gave them the push that she needed she kind of Went off on Andrew about the fact that one of the nurses, I think, or doctors, got canned for, or rather not canned, was forced on leave because they were mussy over their 30, 40, 80 day thing. Been to work too much times. So they were forced to go back. Probably PTSD from, I don't know, baby Corona. And Andrew handled it kind of like she was expecting everyone to handle her. Be like, oh, she was always a little crazy. Be like, calling women crazy, that's not a good idea.
and then took it very bad. Now we don't know if that was actually a case of Andrew was embellishing the entire time because although he is a how you say man of color, he is still a man. But they finally did it. And that's how that ended up, right? So what's next? Hmm. So she finally confessed to her how you say her rival and friend what's going on with her and how she needed help. And I'm like she finally gonna get some help. I'm very happy about this. Very happy about this. What else? Right? Talk about the Latinx transient gay couple. Hmm. I like how Park and Morgan was all up on, um, and then Jen was all up on, um, Sean about his crush. I was like, okay, then, you're real up in my boy business, eh? And like how Cloud did a survey at the end to check out all the minority readings for all the care we do and all the biases that we have and all the not as good patient, how you say, patient uh, checkups that we did for all these Latinx, black, and all other minorities that we didn't do well for. And she did the numbers and they're very low and comparable to their white counterpart patients. So that's a problem that they're gonna have to fix. She brought it up to Lim and Andrew, left the papers and she kind of did a little self-discovery with my boy, just kind of sitting out, being talking about how that what she did in med school that was necessary, right? Like she had to be that way, right? This is what she had to do. I mean, she's trying to vindicate herself, but she's not sure. She's not sure. And I kind of figure out every time that they say white, my boy next to him kind of look a certain kind of way, like what you passing us up, main we you know. That's the only thing I could come up with that. Because every time they say white or color, like he just look a kind of way, like he trying to rip his arm away or he doing a little tremor his arm. Or he's like, what the hell am I supposed to do with that? What in the world does this mean? I don't know. Maybe y'all could tell me what that little thing is. It's a good doctor after show for season four, episode eight and nine. I'll see you guys later. You can follow me at the Queen of Rico on Twitter and Tanisha Fujibayashi on Instagram and Facebook. Bye. Be safe during this calm down of Corona.